Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And once again, Church of the Living God, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, O Heavenly Father, because this is the day which you have made. And we come before you today that you have said above every day. We come before you on the Sabbath day, on the seventh day, Lord, to render you praise, to render you all the glory. And we ask, O Heavenly Father, that you take this day, Lord, and let it be a light, a light from the lighthouse of our lives, Lord. Touch every heart, touch every mind, touch every spirit, Lord that they may hear the word of God and that they may be transformed by the renewing of their hearts, by the renewing of their minds. Father God, we give you all the honor. Father God, we give you all the glory. Father God, we give you all the praise. In the name of Yeshua, Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And thank God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live. And today, not going to do any interviews. Today, we're not going to, uh, uh, you know, talk about uh, so much so the world events as to what's going on. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about what is happening right before our eyes, the things that have been prophesied about. And I told you uh, at the beginning of the year that I was going to be. Uh, coming out of the book of Genesis this whole year. Uh, uh, I'm going to be coming out of the book of Genesis, the 15th chapter, the 13th and the 14th verse, where it says, uh, Genesis 15, 13 and 14, and it says, And he said unto Abram, and God said unto Abram, No, of a surety, that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs and shall serve them and they shall afflict them 400 years. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge and afterwards shall they come out with great substance. As we begin to look at these scriptures and look at these things that were being said, we deducted that the first slave ships came to the United States in August. In August of... uh,
stand by. We're having some difficulties. Let me uh, get our sound back up. Okay. <clears throat> yes, we realize that uh, that we have served in this country for 400 years, uh, uh, ending in 20. Uh, ending in uh, stand by one. Glory to God. And we realize that we've been here, we've served out that time of 400 years where we've been afflicted in this country and now uh, seeing a movement where the young people are trying to say that uh, they're talking about the deity of Jesus Christ and they're using the terms that uh, other religions had uh, the same thing as displaying the virgin birth and <clears throat> and uh, trying to say that that uh, that the deity of Jesus Christ never existed, that they never uh, had any history of anyone uh, fitting the description of Jesus Christ. And today we're going to deal with that. Uh, we're going to go into the book of Isaiah, uh, chapter fifty-three, and uh, and we're going to and we're going to walk through we're going to we're going to walk through the Bible to show you that that uh, there's no other person that fits this description as perfectly as you know, as our Lord and Savior, Yeshua, as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, fulfilled these scriptures. So we're going to go into the uh, the book of Isaiah, and we're going to go into the 53rd chapter, Isaiah 53. Get in your Bible, go to your Bibles, uh, or get on your handset, or get in your iPod or your iPad and uh, look up the scripture, Isaiah 53, and we'll start at the first verse of Isaiah 53, and then we're going to read down until like the seventh verse, and then we're going to go back and look at uh, the description uh, that signifies who our Lord and Savior is, what he was going to do what things that he was going to fulfill, and how he fulfilled each and every one of these things uh, to show that that he is the Savior, that there's no other way unto the kingdom of God but through by him. And what we have to realize is that today is the day that the Lord has made, and it has been established every day you know, for that 24 hours of every day, we see the sun rise, we see the sunset, we see the seasons falling in their perspective. We see all of these things continuing on a day-to-day basis. And it lets us know that God is the same God yesterday. He's the same God today. 
and he is the same God forevermore. Now, I want you to pay attention to the 13th verse in the 15th chapter of the book of Genesis, where it says, And God said unto Abram, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be strangers in a land that is not there, and they shall serve them, and they shall afflict them for 400 years. And we know that uh, that, that, that happened to us that that signifies who we are, that we are the children of the Most High God. The only one that could fulfill this prophecy is the children of God. The only one that could fulfill this prophecy was the tribe of Judah, who who the word of God said that the tribe of Judah would be scattered throughout the world, that God would scatter Judah all over the world. And we as Black Americans, we identify with the scattering of our people of the tribe of Judah being scattered all over the United, all over the uh, continent of the Americas, uh, Central America, South America, Canada, uh, scattered in Europe, scattered in all the four corners of the earth. We see, we see how. The tribe of Judah has been dispersed throughout the world. But the word of God says, according to the prophecies of God, that that there's going to come a time, and we're living in that time right now, when Judah is going to come back to the knowledge of themselves. And we have seen an explosion in knowledge where people have come back to the knowledge of knowing who they are, you know, People from Africa, they, you know, they identify with their, with their tribe or with their, or with their descendants. Meaning that if they come from Africa, if they come from Ghana, they, you know, they identify with Ghana. If they come from Nigeria, then they identify with Nigeria. If they come from South Africa, they identify with South Africa. So. So they they identify their tribes and they, you know, identify who they are. But we, the children of the Most High God, were scattered, uh, was captured and scattered and taken into slavery and uh and and we weren't allowed to speak our language, which our language was Hebrew. We were not allowed to uh practice our religion. We were not allowed to uh, to uh, to worship our God as we worship God. And uh, and 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 we see what happened uh, with our people. How today they are coming to the knowledge of themselves. Now the children of God know that we are the descendants of Israel, that we are the real Hebrew Israelites, that we are the real children of the Most High God. And the whole world knows who we are. Excuse me. And the whole world knows who we are. So so, so now, now that we've had this knowledge, now that we've inherited this knowledge, I want you to pay attention to the second part of this uh, 
scripture in the book of Genesis, the 15th chapter. The 13th verse, we know it identifies us as the children of Israel. We know from what is from what is said that no other people in the world have suffered and and you know slavery and being mistreated and uh, being subjugated to uh, discrimination uh, as we were for these four hundred years in the United States. Okay, so the fourteenth verse is very important where it says, in the 13th verse, it says that we're going to be uh, afflicted for 400 years. But then in the 14th verse, it says, also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge. God is saying that he is going to judge the nations that judge us, okay? And the nation that judged us, we're talking about America. And we're talking about all those that, you know, took part in this forming and all of those who enslaved and mistreated and shipped. And we're talking about over 200 years of slavery and persecution that happened on this soil. There's not a place on this in this continent uh, where there has not been the shedding of blood, where there has not been the the, uh, the, the suffering of our people uh, throughout this uh, Americas. So, so we realize that, yes, we were afflicted for that 400 years, but now God is saying those nations that judge us, God is going to judge them. And we're seeing that happening in America right now today. You know, California has been burning. Uh, We've seen earthquakes in diverse places. We've had storms of floods. Uh, systematically throughout the country. Uh, we experiencing all kinds of uh, miraculous, miracle-type uh, uh, disasters that are happening all over the world. And we're seeing the judgment of God because he said that those nations that judged us, he was going to judge them, that he was going to uh, take out uh, take out his afflictions upon those that afflicted us. And we're seeing that happening right now, right before our eyes. Uh, all the things that are happening with the coronavirus, with all these different things that are happening, they are all playing into Bible prophecy as to the things that we are seeing happening right before our eyes. So Church of the Living God, I'm asking you to Get in your word today and to walk with me in your word as 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 we as we go through the Bible today and I want you to to, to study uh Genesis uh the fifteenth chapter and I want you to become familiar with that and I want you to pay attention to the thirteenth and the fourteenth verse 
where God said that these things were going to happen because we are living in that time right now where we have been afflicted in this country for these last 400 years, and now we're seeing the hand of God move upon the populations. And we're witnessing the move of God everywhere. All right, y'all, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. Let us get in the Bible. Let's go to uh, Isaiah, the 53rd chapter. And, and we're justifying the life of Jesus Christ. Because everybody tries to uh, is trying to uh, disclaim Jesus and trying to uh, you know uh, rule out his existence, uh, saying that there were no reports in history. Why would Satan? Why would Satan uh, uh, exalt Jesus Christ? Okay, uh, we see you're talking about all of these other uh, religions where they had. Uh, 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 claimed they had a virgin birth or a miraculous birth. Uh, those things are, are, are were done by the enemy of Christ. Were done by the devil and Satan to try to uh, to try to mimic the word of God. He does that all the time. Satan tries to use the word of God. Uh, to try to uh, to try to deceive and mislead the masses but uh but you have to be you have to be smart in the word of god you have to study to show yourself approved a workman that needs not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth let us go to the 53rd chapter of the book of isaiah and let us see what god had to say about yeshua about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, how he described him before he was born, before he was materialized, before he came into being, these words were already written, prophesied of his coming. And Isaiah 53 and 1, it says, Who has believed our report? And to whom? has the arm of the Lord been revealed, for he shall grow up before him, him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness, and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire of him. He is despised and rejected by men, and man, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our face from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Fourth verse, surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted, fifth verse. But he was wounded for our transgressions. Amen. 
you know, those those these are familiar scriptures that we that we share um, in our services all the time. But I want you to realize that these scriptures that we repeat often and things of that sort, that these are the scriptures that were given the prophecy of the description of Yahshua, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Fifth verse, where he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. You know, a lot of people make a mistake and say that we were healed, and they say different things of that sort. But look, the word of God is saying that by his stripes you're already healed. He's already paid for your afflictions. He's already paid for your sickness. But before I get into breaking down the word, let's go on to the seventh verse. Sixth verse said, and we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquities of us all. Seventh verse. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was laid as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before his shearer is silent. So he opened not his mouth. Church of the living God. Everything that's described to you in this 53rd chapter of the book of Isaiah is all the things that Yahshua, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, suffered on the cross. And he suffered, uh, you know, all of these things uh, during his ministry, fulfilling the scriptures right before our eyes. So, with every attempt that the world tries to explain away Yahshua, try to explain away Jesus Christ, these words bring him back. More every to every attempt they make to discredit him, it goes back to his credit. You know, he has fulfilled every word in this Bible. He has fulfilled from Genesis to Revelation. He has fulfilled each and every word that has been prophesied by him. And not only that, but we are walking in those prophecies even until this day. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live with nothing but the whole truth. Okay, let us pray. Let us pray for the knowledge and understanding of this word. Father God, we have read your word. We have sent forth your word. The people have heard your word. Now, dear Heavenly Father, I ask that you open up their understanding, open up their hearts, open up their eyes, Lord, that they may know and understand what they have read. 
Father God, the devil and Satan goes out as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, trying to distort the word of God, trying to misguide the children of God. But we're asking right now that you touch their hearts, touch their ears, touch them so that they can hear the word of God and understand your truth. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Father God, take this broadcast to everywhere where it needs to be heard. And Father God, we give you all the honor. Father God, we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Thank you, the Heavenly Father, for the reading and the expounding of your word. Y'all, this is the whole truth and nothing but the truth radio broadcast. So we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. We just read to you the first seven verses in, in the book of Isaiah 53. And these scriptures are given a, a, a description of Yahshua. They're given a description of Jesus Christ. Showing us, showing us that that we are living in actual Bible prophecy right now at this time. The first verse says, "Who has believed our report? And to whom is the is the arm of the Lord been revealed?" How many of you know the secrets of God? How many of you actually know what these prophecies are about? How many of you actually know, you know, what time we're living in and where we're at? This is not about, this is not about church building on every corner, on every block. This is about kingdom principle. This is about us building the kingdom of God, you know, and a house divided against itself cannot stand. And we have been a house divided, but God is trying to bring us together as one nation of people. Regardless of if you Methodist, Pentecostal, Baptist, Holiness, Episcopalian, it doesn't matter what your denominational uh, beliefs are. If you, long as you're believing in the in God, long as you're believing in Jesus Christ and him crucified, long as you're believing in the word of God, it's time for you to look beyond your denomination, look beyond uh your sex and your and your and your uh uh made up denominations. It's time for you to to come together as one body of Christ. Time for us to come together as the children of the most high God. It's time for you to stop playing church, and it's time for you to be the church, to be the, you know, the, 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 the saving hand of God reaching out into the world. It's time for you to feed the hungry. It's time for you to clothe the naked. It's time for you to work the works of God. It's time for us to be the church of a living God, not go to church. It's time for us to be the church. Church of a living God, it's time for you to wake up and open up your eyes to see that this is not just a this is not just a a, a common fad that this is the word of God. Who it says to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? If God has revealed Himself to you and you have accepted our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior, and you're living your life as a child of the Most High God, then it's time for you 
to be that example. It's time for you to be to be the kingdom of God, to be a part of the kingdom of God. It's time for us to come together as one nation before God. And and this is what this is what the importance is in our time. It's time for us to realize that we are the children of Israel, that we are of the tribe of Judah, that we've been scattered in all of these places. And God said that where Judah had been scattered in all the four corners of the earth, God said that he was going to gather them from these four corners of the earth and that he was going to bring them together as one nation, and they were going to come back to know who they are. We didn't know that we were the children of Israel. We didn't know that. But now we have come into the knowledge that we are the children of the Most High God, that we are the descendants of Abraham, of Isaac, of Jacob, that we are the children of the Most High God. Now it's time for us to, it's time for us to, to begin to, to walk in the presence of God. It's time for us to walk in the power of God. It's time for us to walk in the knowledge of the understanding that we are the descendants of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, that we are the children of the Most High God. That is not those people that are staying over there in the Holy Land. Now we know where they came from. They are Khazar. We know they came from Germany. We know where their descendants came from. We know, uh, uh, you know, that they are not the that they are not the Hebrew Israelites. That they are not the children of the Most High God, but they are rather impostors. And the Bible says that they were going that the land was going to be. Uh, uh, dwelled in by impostors and it was going to be dwelled in by impostors until the time that uh, Yahshua comes back, that Jesus comes back, that they were going to be occupying the land. So now we see those things that are taking place right now before our eyes and we're witnessing we're witnessing the hand of God in, in living time, right now, before our eyes, we're witnessing the word of God. Everything that God prophesied in his word that was going to come to pass is right now surely coming to pass. All right. All right, second verse. For he shall grow up before, before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness, and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. We see that 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 Yeshua, that Jesus Christ, fitted all of these descriptions. He fitted this description to the T. It said that he shall grow up before us as a tender plant. Jesus Christ grew up among the people. At 12 years old, he became he came out uh, and began to preach the gospel and to teach the word of God in the midst of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and they exclaimed that this young man had a knowledge of the word of God that forpassed the knowledge of those saints that was around of, of those uh, um, uh, 
prophets and those leaders at that time did not is that Jesus Christ had, even at 12 years old, exceeded the, the knowledge of the average man. So they realized that there was something special about him. And we see that he fulfilled each and every scripture. He fulfilled each and every scripture. And he, and he fulfilled each and every one in here, you know, where it talks about, uh, you know, he was a common man. He wasn't, you know, uh, he wasn't any different than you and I, you know, and, 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 and he walked as a man in the midst of us. Although he was very much God, he was also very much man. So the third verse says, that he is despised and rejected by men. You know, even until this day, they are still rejecting Yahshua. They are still rejecting our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Out of all, they're not running around talking about there's no Buddha. They're not running around talking about there's no uh, Allah, you know, in the Islam world. They're not running around talking about, uh, you know, the deity of these other so-called false gods, but they, you know, want to deny, you know, the deity of Jesus Christ. Why is it so important that uh, that the world wants to disclaim or, or, or blame any kind of blame to the name of Yahshua, to the name of Jesus Christ? Why is it that every time we turn around, you know, we're we're seeing people trying to uh, deny the deity of Yahshua, denying the deity of Jesus Christ, but we don't see them doing the same thing for these other religions, for these other uh, beliefs that are that are in the world today. All right, y'all. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel again coming to you live, and we're coming to you live with nothing but the whole truth. Well, I read to you the first seven uh, verses in uh, Isaiah 53, and we're going to have to cover more of these scriptures with equipment. So instead of us going one by one through each, uh, through each verse, we'll deal with the, uh, with the main points uh, in, these, uh, in these verses. The fourth verse says, Surely he has borne our grief. Yes, Yes, he bore he he bore our griefs. He he bore the the affliction that were placed upon us by us being men. What affliction are we talking about? Number one, every man is born in sin and shaping in iniquity. From the womb, from the womb, you don't have to teach a child how to sin. You know, we are already born in sin. You know. Uh, that sin nature is part of our makeup. It's part of our being. It's, it's not like it's not like the child is being born free of sin. And you, and you know, people talk about babies and they say that well, you know, that baby don't know the difference between right and wrong. Yes, he does, because that baby is a living spirit. That is a spirit on the inside of that child that knows the difference between you know, righteousness and unrighteousness, between right and wrong. These things are placed in us 
because we are born living spirits, living in a physical mortal body. All right, y'all, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you. And we're coming to you out of the out of the book of uh, Isaiah chapter 53, uh, talking about the makeup of Yahshua, talking about the makeup of Jesus Christ. And we want to get this thing clear today, that, that, that there is no substitute for Jesus Christ, that there's only one Jesus Christ, and that he has fulfilled all of the all of the Bible requirements. He has met every last one of them, uh, fulfilling every Bible prophecy. All right. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel again coming to you live with nothing but the whole truth. All right. Uh uh we're down to <clears throat> we're down. <clears throat> <clears throat> we've gone over our 30-minute mark, and I promise you that uh, when we're teaching the Word like this, we'll try not to go over the 30 uh, minutes, but we have to, uh, we have to, uh, we have to fill in our time slot so that uh, the broadcast will go on. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live. And once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. And we were in the book of uh, in the book of Isaiah, chapter fifty-three. Uh, I'm reading to you the fourth verse, where it says, "Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrows; yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted, and afflicted." Yes, he bore our sorrows. He bore our iniquities. He bore our, let me get, before I get to iniquities, let us talk about how he, the emotional hardships that we endure on a daily basis, we can cry out to Jesus. We can cry out to our Lord. We can go down on our knees and pray through our affliction. We can pray through our broken hearts, through our Busted spirit through all of the all of the 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 hatred and all of the racism and all of the things that we go through on a daily basis, God is able to bring us through those things through by the purified word of God through by through by His answered prayer. You know, God has made a way for us out of no way even though when the system has tried to do everything it can against the nation of Israel, against the children of the Most High God, everything that God said we were going to suffer, we have suffered those things. You know, we have been, we have been evict, uh, evicted out of our uh, homeland. We've been uh, cast out into the world. Uh, scattered all over the world, and 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 we are, have not seen our land of Israel. We have not seen our holy land, but rather there are impostors that inhabiting our land right now. And Father God, right now you see our afflictions. You see the, what we are going through. You see our hurt. And the Bible says in the fourth verse that surely He has borne our grief. And he's carried our sorrows. 
you know, and Jesus Christ, Yahshua, he did all of these things for us. He did all of these things for us that we may have the right to eternal life. Fifth verse. But he was wounded for our transgressions. Okay, that's why I didn't want to get ahead of ourselves. We wanted to talk about how, you know, the only way that sin could be paid for is with blood. Somebody, something, or somebody had to die. So the reason why we use the the sacrificial lamb, a lamb that was not spotted, a lamb that was not abused, a lamb that had that had no uh, uh, that that had no faults in it, and we took that lamb uh, to die in our place. Blood had to be shed for the remission and for the transgression of sin. The only way it could be paid for was with blood. Something had to die. And in your place, that lamb, the lamb of God, the lamb or the offering of God was offered up in place of you for your sin, for your transgression, for your iniquity for the iniquities of your family, of your children, even those sins that were committed unaware, sin that you didn't know were sin, uh, God cures you through by the blood. And so now we realize that, that it's only through by blood that the transgressions could be accounted for. And it says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. Jesus Christ took the wound for our transgressions, for our sins. For where we went wrong, he took the blood for it. He took the blow for it. He took the he he shed his blood in place of your blood. All right, y'all. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live with nothing but the whole truth. And uh and we're getting short on our time, so uh, I wanted. I had a few announcements that I wanted to make uh, about the uh, stop the violence and incarceration campaign. My people, it's time for us to stop killing each other. My brothers, it's time for you to put the guns down. Look, we have a mighty army here, but what what army? What army goes out and kills? its own soldiers. Why are you killing your own brothers? Why are you killing your own soldiers? We need everyone to stand their ground. We need everyone, every willing soldier, every willing fighter to stand up for us as a nation. We need you to come together. We need you to work with us. It's time for you to put the guns down. time for you to put the dope sack down. We've done that too much. We've lived that life. We've been that life. It's time for us to turn that around. Time for you to put the guns down. All right. It, look, every 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 we're seeing we're seeing uh, uh, our young girls being missing. Uh, you know, they brought up when we started talking about the missing girls. Uh, you know, all of a sudden 
they shut it down by bringing up the coronavirus. And then you didn't hear nothing else about the missing girls. Well, these girls and these young boys are still going missing, and they're still missing by the thousands. And it's time for us to open up our eyes to realize that, you know, a lot of these people, they're not being used for the sex trafficking. They're being used for their body parts, that they are taking these young people, taking out their body parts, and they're selling their body parts around the world. And it's time for us to take a stand against that. It's time for us to wake up and to fight against those things. You know, we're realizing that, that you know, you know, the human trafficking of our youth, you know, is a big industry. You know, that they're making, you know, billions of dollars off of uh, the sex trade, you know. So now it's time for us to to, to defend our borders, let's sort of say, let's say defend the borders of, of our communities by not allowing our children to be taken into captivity, by not allowing our young people to go through those things. And, and we can do that by taking accountability. We can do that by joining hands together, by taking back over our communities. It's time for us to Defend our children. All right, y'all. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live. And once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. All right. Isaiah 53, uh, go ahead and read Isaiah 53. Go ahead and read it in its entirety. and you're going to see that all of the scriptures that are mentioned in Isaiah 53, Jesus Christ fulfilled each and every one of those descriptions. And, uh, and he's fulfilling it even until this day. These things that were prophesied of him, they are still in effect today. They're still taking part in your life today. And uh, it's time for us to wake up to know that, this is the time. This is the time when God is reestablishing his covenant with his children, and it's time for us to become the children of the Most High God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live, and once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. Peace and blessings. 